2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
3: Uh, I hate to break the fishing news up, check, but I'd like to speak about
4: the ice hockey.
1: Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We
4: just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark
3: that down. Like, you're sure yep.
4: That
2: All of my projects are on schedule until they're not.
1: A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts.
2: About as funny as we're going to get uh. today.
0: Episode 197. One plus 97. It's kind of like our Connor McDavid episode of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Uramchuk. Everybody's here today. Chalmers from his truck. Jay from Little Brick Cafe. Bagged milk from his home. And Wanye, I also believe, from Wanye Manor. Uh, who who do I want to start with here? Jay, you said you had a little bit of cider and you're feeling good. So I'm expecting fire from you on today's podcast.
4: We'll see. We just had a uh, met with a Edmonton's first local cidery that's just setting up operation. And we want to bring them into little bricks. So the perks of that is I get to try things. So I crushed a pint of uh, 6% cider. So I am flying high. What's Was the go-to cider?
2: Time? What's the go-to cider flavor for them? Cider is a flavor of cider. What, what do you they mean don't...
4: by that question?
2: Yeah. So do they not have different flavors? Is it not like a nude or like a Palm Bay where there's a bunch of different flavors? Yeah, or do they have
0: like apple and pear and all that stuff?
4: Well, cider traditionally is apple so what a cidery will do as i learn is they'll so they're just starting out so well, they're bud leaning light in with traditionally
2: makes beer and now they make bud light lime bud light seltzer don't act like this is a <laughs> stupid question old drunkie over there <laughs> so,
4: dun- so chalmers you're starting out a business Yes. Uh, that makes cider, and you want to launch 30 <laughs> different flavors to start? Maybe two or three. Your do, you think, do you think Anheuser-Busch, when it was just Anheuser and led in with Budweiser, had Bud Light in mind? Well, no, when sir. I play
2: darts, I don't just throw one dart. I throw three, so I can oh, see which one's the oh, best. Oh.
4: <laughs> that doesn't make any
2: sense. <laughs> I think it does. Yes. <clears throat>
5: Wait.
4: Like I'm a chalmers I guess,
5: too. I'm in I'm in on multiple kinds of cider.
4: Yeah. So well okay. So you look into the economics of opening up a cider and you tell Jay, me, let you let want me to try. multiple
3: let try. flavors let of wine. Chalmers. Yeah. If you were opening up a butter factory, what flavor of butter would you start with?
2: Well, I would do the one with olive oil in it. Would you just start um,
3: or would you just start out with butter?
2: Maybe then a garlic butter to see if people want that.
4: But eventually. But, but that's you get there. You got to start with the platform. Maybe a double butter. butter. But like, <laughs> I, hey,
2: nation beer like...
4: isn't nine hundred different things. It's just nation beer, and then we'll morph into nation lager. In nation fact, yeah, but what Salter, if what if, what if, you're,
2: what, what if your first, coffee are the same shit? What if your first beer doesn't hit, and so you never get a chance to make those other things?
4: Yeah. Well, you better believe in what you're doing and believe in your product. So to go well, back, did to guys, I also
2: I also feel
5: it's important to is so this is a new cider company. I feel like that's important. As well. Yeah, name
4: them for fuck's sake. Why are you being so well? Covert? I'm i I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, but I'm under attack here. <laughs> under attack.
2: <laughs> the cider wars come in here all liquored up, fucking acting <laughs> like a fool. They're called
4: Broken Spoke Cider, and there's so many connections. So one of the founders used to work at ATB. Their outfit is in the, um, the, where they're set up the shop is that development the Foogies did. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. Like, we circle these cats like crazy. And they're a cycle-branded cider, which is, like, what Little Brick is all about. So, anyways, uh, I got to crush a pint of this stuff, and it is, it's good. Like, if, you don't even need to be a cider drinker. So, I'm pumped to, to bring them on when they're ready. So, they're brewing their first giant batch. So that's one of the perks of the job is I get to sneak out of my office and crush a pint of cider and then do a podcast.
3: You know who else drank cider publicly, Jay? Prince William. He was visiting the pub because England (laughs) is reopening and he too is a cider man. You and Prince William.
4: Well, of course. Well, uh, a a lot of our, uh, uh, you know, the UK are cider drinkers. So it's it's in the DNA. Our
3: age peer.
4: Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, not our hairline peer.
3: (laughs) Fair. Can't
4: have it all.
0: yeah All right, there you go. There's our first awkward stoppage of the podcast and it's brought to you by the fine <laughs> folks at Japa Machinery. They have you covered with 815's packers, asphalt rollers, excavators and more. All available. Check them out japamachinery.com. You can also give them a call 780-962-5272 and Japa not only sponsors the awkward pauses in the podcast, they sponsor the great content in the podcast bag milk.
3: pay your Remchuck to be the number one hater of the podcast and be in charge of the podcast.
0: Absolutely. I think in order to properly be in charge of something, you need to be the number one hater of it.
3: <laughs> How else will you ever
0: improve if you're just always like up your own ass, right?
5: Colonel Sanders, hates chicken, <laughs> the irony of it all. I it wish we had started. Nation Cider. Inspired Nation by Sider. Connor because he's a human apple tree, as he's been called. Well, human <laughs> apple tree? That's
3: right. Oh, that's interesting. I've never heard that. Really? Elaborate. Uh,
5: I believe Zach Cassian. I'm, I'm going off t- off the yeah. cuff here. Uh, I believe it was Zach Cassian that called him a human apple tree because he had like four or five assists in a single game before the season shut down.
3: That is Something the like opposite that? of Chalmers asking what flavor cider is your cider. That is so smart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we, I think we established that there's more than one type of cider, and it was not a stupid question.
4: All right. Please list 10 different types of cider, please. Oh, you're Pear, making Cheerios? Yeah.
3: Oh, are you going to start with maple? Grapefruit, grapefruit cider? cider?
4: There's no such thing as grapefruit cider. You don't know that. You're just listing off fruits. You can just say there's <laughs> potato cider,
2: but that's great. Vodka. You don't know that there isn't.
4: Oh, you don't know that there is.
2: Uh-huh. I put money on me.
4: <laughs> I you always got to bet on yourself. I, I respect that. <laughs> there's
3: money. only one way out of this corner. I'm going to bet my way out. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. Speaking about betting, fuck, there's going to be a lot of betting come August 1. There's going to be 900 hockey games at any given time to bet on. Like, oh, holy, yeah. holy degenerate gambler stimulation is uh, upon us.
0: I sent out a tweet uh, just an hour ago. The Oilers right now are minus 161 to win their series against the Hawks. Or you can pick them to win it in three or four games, and it actually pays out plus 145. So I went on to my book today. I hammered that. I'm picking Oilers in three or four games. Um, my advice to betters would be to do it very, very quickly because if Corey Crawford is not playing, then uh who the, the, that line is gonna shift. You're not gonna get great value on the Oilers if it's announced that Crawford is not playing. Uh resident yeah, better's there, on
5: Is oh. there is there rumblings why? Like I know if there's there's unfit to play, that's yeah. the blanket term for everything, but like is there any rumors where he is?
0: No. Um, there was the one interview with Malcolm Subban where, like, reading between the lines, people said Subban was kind of like, "I'm excited for the opportunity." Like, he didn't seem surprised that Crawford wasn't there. Um, I think Crawford recently had a child or uh, may have one on the way or something like that. Um, so that that was what the speculation was about. But no one knows. He's just being deemed unfit to play as of right now.
5: Because you know this morning, be? this, you know this could morning, could Mark up? Lazarus. Uh, tweeted out it's darkly amusing to watch every player no matter how chatty they normally are completely clam up every time Corey Crawford's name gets brought up no one wants to let any details slip assuming there are any details to talk about it's just weird
2: so on the last podcast we talked about how we would feel if somebody decided they weren't going to be joining the bubble and uh, playing and we got it and we kind of got to see it play out as to how people would react And I think people reacted pretty well to Mike Green saying that he wasn't coming. What do you guys think?
3: I think Corey Crawford has Benjamin Button syndrome and he's Mm. de-aging. Nobody thought of that. I heard he's like 14 right now. They're trying to figure out how to (laughs) re-age him.
4: Totally fine with Mike Green
2: uh,
4: not reporting to training camp. Chalmers.
2: Thank you for answering my question.
0: Yeah, me too. I don't see how anyone could have a beef with any of these players opting out. Like, I mean, no.
2: And it was it was good though. It was positive. Yeah. We had said that we had said that we were hoping that public sentiment would be, you know, respect the guy for doing it and not,
5: mm-hmm.
2: you know, pile shit on him. And uh, I was happily surprised that that's kind of what we saw.
0: Yeah, um, but if Crawford does opt out, like that series becomes wildly more easier to win. For the Edmonton Oilers, so uh, my question to the two resident betters on this podcast, Jay and Chalmers, you guys hammering Oilers in three or four games, are you going to put money on well, the Oilers to win this series?
4: Hey, this just in: Corey Crawford is not a good goaltender to begin with, so who cares if he's in or not? I know, but yeah, I'm but saying you get, from
2: better, the- you get better, you get better lines if he is. If if if, the, if it's speculation up in the air, the minute he gets said that he's not going to be playing, that line will shift. Chuck's right, and uh, I didn't even know that there was betting available. Already, oh. and so immediately after we're done this podcast, yeah, I'm going to go have a look at those lines, and I really, I do, I like it. I like it, and so you said three was plus one sixty-five, three or four games,
4: four was,
2: three, three or, was, or four. four. Oh wow,
0: yeah. So basically, wow, like a, a- when you go to your book, there's gonna be or there should be if they're a good book, they should have a series spread, and you take the Oilers minus one and a half games in the series. So if they win the What's series the f- 3-1 or 3 nothing, they cover a one-and-a-half game spread, you know? Yep. What's the yep. sweep? Um, if you want to take them in a sweep, I can pull that up right now. I didn't have my sports book open when you asked me that Jay, question. While you're end
3: doing that, do you want to form a Wendikin and bet as though the Oilers are going to win the Stanley Cup? Well,
4: yes. so, funny, yes, of course. So, funny you mentioned that. Josh Brown and I, our favorite Australian... Yes. Uh made the courageous bet at the beginning of the season to put four hundred dollars down on the oilers to make the playoffs.
3: I do have the thing on the wall in little brick, remember?
4: We have fifteen hundred dollars of fifteen hundred Aussie dollars to play with. So we're betting. Like ninety grand? No, it pays three point seven five to one as what it paid out. So whatever that is. Fifteen
3: Hold on. The uh, Oilers' chances of winning the cup were only three point seven five? No, to make the
4: playoffs. That's what oh, I said make the, make the playoffs.
3: You've won already.
4: So we won already. So we're wow. taking uh we're taking house money and we're putting two hundred bucks down on the Oilers to win the cup, and we're gonna put two hundred bucks down on every series. Oh, no, sorry. You Not on every it? series. We're gonna put two hundred on the series, win that, then double it down, then double it down, and double it down all the way to the end.
3: Can I get I it on this kit? and with my contribution, can we bet on every single game as well?
4: So you and I will have to set up a Canadian sports book, and we'll uh, we'll set. We'll well, I'll jump into
3: the one with Josh if you want to just expand the bet because I've got the bet on the wall. I think I bet forty dollars, that I get eight hundred. They win the cup. Mm-hmm. US PS, which is two million Canadian by my mm-hmm. math. So what I we're talking about here, hit here hit is if you're gonna day. if. You-
5: if you're going to bet now, like Tyler said, you want to do it because Corey Crawford he actually had a really solid season for the Blackhawks. He had a nine seventeen save percentage, and then if Malcolm Subban goes in, that drops down to eight ninety. So that is a significant difference in terms of quality of goaltending for the Blackhawks.
2: Yeah. About a week ago, about a week ago, your Chuck, I think you posted something on Twitter that was a poll, and it was, uh, do you consider the Oilers being in the playoffs if they lose to Chicago? yeah and I voted heavily no on that. Um, i I would like to know what you guys think about that because i if you lose the play in series to Chicago just because you're in the bubble, that don't mean you're in the playoffs.
5: Um, the NHL has deemed that the playoffs play in series are playoff series.
0: yeah, and when I sent out that poll, the NHL's last sort of official I use air quotes official words were no, you are not going to be considered a playoff team. If just because you're in this qualifying round and they changed their minds when uh, the CBA kind of got figured out there. So it is now like the reason I was voting no before is because the NHL wasn't considering them a playoff team. So I wasn't going to live my life being like, oh, yeah, no, the Oilers made the playoffs that year. But then all the official NHL record books were like, "Mm, no, they didn't. But now that the NHL record books are going to say, yes, they made the playoffs. Then, yes, I say that they are a playoff team already.
4: They were second in the Pacific.
0: That means jack shit.
2: yeah, if you lose it, especially if you lose the I mean during the playoffs. No, it doesn't the
0: playoff. They hadn't clinched. No.
2: Now they- hold on, hold on, hold so, on. If Jay, finish, hold on, yeah. hold on. Jay. How
3: much money did you win with Josh already?
4: Uh what's four hundred times three point seven five? Like I think 325? that's fifteen hundred bucks. US. Or sorry, Australian. Australian, which is in the basically bank. par in the bank. Okay, okay,
3: okay. Well done. Well done.
2: I believe I, – I also think – I I, that's, I must have done a shitload for those guys and their playoff bonuses. That, that's great that they figured it out from the CBA for all the players. They must have been good. But, yeah, like, I'm with you, Remchuk, That Especially if you lose to Chicago. I don't give a shit if you were second in the Pacific. That was then. This is now. You lost to a team that – I mean, where was Chicago when this all ended?
3: 12. Oh, like twelve. Chalmers, I love your moral certainty of what we should be doing in the pandemic bubble year, where the Western Conference plays the entire time in Evanston. Like, I just kidding? don't want to I this don't want to. So I obvious.
2: don't. I don't want to watch us lose to a 12th place team and still, you know, pat ourselves on the back, going, "Look, okay, we made the playoffs." Let's what if we won the Cup, Chalmers?
4: What if we won? Why? The, why are we even talking cup? like this?
2: What do you mean, what if we won the cup? What if if we won won the cup? Cup? We're not talking about that. We're talking about beating Chicago. Let's worry about that first. Yeah,
3: but you're like, oh my God, what if it goes to terrible? What if it doesn't?
2: No, no, no. I just don't don't like when people try to find the bright side in a place that is just not logical.
3: The one year there can't be a Stanley Cup parade when the entire Western Conference is playing every game in Edmonton, it would be so Oilers to win the cup. Yeah, it'd be awesome.
1: And you're like, oh,
3: shit, you win the Cup. Yeah, how was the playoff run? Was it like 06? Uh, No, in fact, we didn't get to go to games. Oh, but they were there. Like, we all knew they were there. It's like less than a kilometer from my house. In fact, all the games are there. And when Connor raises the Cup to an empty building, oh, my God. Cardboard Jay is going to be
4: very excited when that happens. I'm going to find a way to be in there.
2: Calgary won the Stanley Cup in our building. (laughs)
4: Shut the fuck up! Why you are you? Are you why
2: are you suggesting
4: all this weird well, shit I, right it now? It could happen. Are you trolling? It could happen. Well, it anything could happen. Exactly. Jesus.
2: So this is a podcast. This is what we talk about. Anything, anything could happen. happen. This guy. Okay, you're right. is gonna win the cup. We should all just pat ourselves in the back. Fuck this thing. Let's bet it.
4: We're not done. saying that. Well, hey, not saying that, but I am I, I saying you should bet on. Everything's positive, Oilers. Because why not? So of here, of course,
2: I'm going to. But to say, hey, could you imagine how fucking awful it would be for the Flames to win the the cup in our building? Doesn't deserve a. Yeah, don't say that. The fuck is wrong with you? That? <laughs> That's what we. Don't worry. I
0: believe in the universe. Anyone who believes in jinxes is just a twelve year old child.
4: Well, jinxes are, believe, jinxes are nonsense.
0: Jinxes are just absolute nonsense.
4: That's something a jinx guy would say. So you've Drink never, yeah, exactly. So you've never had like a a superstition when you played sport or if you're on a roll gambling, you've never done anything thinking you're going to alter your outcome because you had success before. No superstitions in You thing. are lying.
0: No, I'm not, man. Because I know my actions, wherever I happen to be, have absolutely zero zero effect on the outcome of a sporting event. That's not true.
3: That, yeah. It, it, thank you. You're you be familiar with the butterfly effect? Enlighten me. Is that
4: when an angel rings a bell, a butterfly gets its wings? That's right. Yeah. Everything affects everything, my friend.
5: Ashton Kutcher made a movie about it.
4: Mm-hmm. It was a good movie.
5: It was. If you,
0: like, I'm okay with having routines for fun. Like, if you're a guy who's like, no, every game day I wear my Oilers socks. When I go to Oilers games, I wear my white jersey if they're playing on the. Stuff like that. It's fine. It's harmless. But the people who are like, don't say shutout with eight minutes to go in the third period. Like, get
4: real. Whatever, they're entitled to believe that, and I'm one that will not say that word. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm of that belief. But say, 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 in men's league, you're Chuck. You ate a beautiful bowl of spaghetti bolognese, yeah. and you went and had five points. Carbo load. Are you Absolutely. not going to go have the same meal next game?
0: Well, let me just add in there that five points in a rec league game is, you know, average production for me. Um, but oh, no. If <laughs> if I no, if I had a good game and I ate a certain meal, no, I wouldn't be like, Well, better eat that again. I'd be like, Well, better play just as good again. I don't think the having spaghetti in my stomach is the reason I would score a goal. Oh my god. I just don't
2: exactly. I don't, I I don't exactly. buy into that stuff. Back when I was unhealthy, I made sure that I always had a smoke before a men's league game. And if I didn't, I played That's play the way Gila Flair won eight
0: cups. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I'm nope. all for having routines and things like that. And, you know, if you're whatever, I, I'm just not superstitious. I don't buy into that. I think if you have a routine, then it could be good for you. And some people thrive off routine. But to sit there and be like, if I don't, you know, put my pants on left leg first, then right leg, like I'm going to have a bad day. Like, no, that's just ridiculous so, to think. So-
4: well, so my, my, talk argu- to Crosby.
2: my argument to that would be that if that's the type of thing that gets your mind right and gets you in the mindset of playing the game, if a routine, it's like before a golf shot. If I go up and stand up to my putt and I do the exact same thing every time and I'm in a mind space where that helps me perform better, I yeah. understand that.
0: Yeah, like, but that's what I mean. Like, there, In my opinion, there's a difference between routine and superstition. Like having a routine to get yourself in the right mental mode for something is fine, but the people who sit there and are like watching an Oilers game, being like, "Oh, I didn't turn around my hat after the second period, and that's why they lost." Like, no, that's not why the Oilers lost. You should've, saying
4: should have turned your hat around. You yeah. saying
0: shut out with eight minutes to go in the third period while you're sitting at home is not the reason why the Oilers gave up a goal late. Like, I don't know. I you just, don't know that? No, yep. I'm pretty confident Army. in that.
4: I'd love you. Perform- I'd love for you to try to prove that wrong. I would love for you to try to prove
0: that right.
4: Yeah, I well, would love to see you prove that. Well, right. it's, it's quite easy. I say shutout, and then the next, and the team scores. That's that's empirical evidence. Is it perfect
0: concept? Wait, okay, and then but then go to the team that was playing and say, "Hey, did you hear that guy say shutout?" And they'll all go, "No." And there's your proof that you had no effect on it.
4: It doesn't matter what they hear. It matters about the woo-woo of the game. What? That's
5: just crazy. Exactly. I'm the crazy one. Did you just say woo-woo?
4: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take things to a higher frequency here.
0: As someone who literally studied frequencies in school, no. This is some
4: third idea. Literally studied frequencies in school. Yeah, elaborate on that. Audio frequencies, man.
0: Like the first semester of Nate Radio is audio frequencies.
4: Oh, God. (laughs) Sounds lame.
0: It was really lame. Yeah, it does sound
4: lame. I agree with you, Chalmers. Finally on this podcast Uh, today. (laughs) Okay, I
0: this conversation stemmed from me talking about the betting odds for uh, the Oilers. Jay, if you wanted to bet on the Oilers to sweep the Blackhawks, you're getting plus 475 odds. If you wanted to bet on the Oilers to win the Western conference, you would get them at, where are they here? 11 to one odds. And if you want to bet on the Oilers to win the cup, you're getting them at 24 to one odds. You could also on cool bet Canada, bet on them to uh, be the top Canadian team. At three to one odds,
2: any Canadian teams not make it? I haven't looked. I'm sorry, Ottawa. Ottawa. Just, just yeah. Ottawa.
0: Um, this is interesting. So I'm reading through the prop bets right now. You can bet on what position the Conn Smythe Trophy winner will be: four to one Ooh. odds on defense, minus one sixty-seven on it being a forward, or plus three fifty on it being a goaltender.
4: Whoa. Goalie, goalie's a fair bet. Like yeah,
0: three and a half to bet. one, that's a great bet. Yeah. Uh, I, would have
2: expected, I would have expected it to go defenseman, goalie, forward for the odds, but it's oh it's no, it, it does. Forward, I just read them the forward's back. always the favorite. Yeah, oh, minus
4: one sixty-seven.
2: Oh yeah, 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 okay.
0: You can bet just on the Oilers to go further than the Flames in the playoffs, which seems Not, like a great oh. bet. What, what's the odds? Minus 122 on the Oilers, actually, yeah. plus 100 on the Flames. That's,
2: that's even fair. What, what did the I Flames read about? Are in Gu- trouble
4: against the Jets. Yeah. What did I read about Goudreau?
2: Goudreau's getting uh, no playing time with the top line because of how he uh, maintained himself during the, the, the shutdown. Is that correct?
0: Where'd you hear that?
2: Maybe that wasn't him. I don't know. I saw a thing. Yeah, that was Goudreau. Um, I don't know, on Twitter. Same place I get all my half-ass facts.
0: Uh, Yeah, no, I haven't heard that, but I I was uh, on the radio today. There was a conversation with a Flames reporter, Kristen Anderson, and she kind of said, like, you know, if the Flames don't win and if Goudreau doesn't step up, like, he might not be a Flame much longer, which I thought was Uh,
5: interesting. Apparently, so I'm just trying to find what Chalmers was talking about. Apparently, there's uh, some rumblings amongst the insiders, if you will, that Goudreau wants out of Calgary entirely. That's what I'm finding right now.
0: You know what I could see as a very likely outcome this offseason? Goudreau, like Flames lose to Winnipeg. Calgary trades Goudreau somewhere, gets a young forward back. Maybe they get a couple picks, some cap space, and they sign Taylor Hall.
4: Oh, my good. God. Imagine the Oilers got Goudreau. Well, I don't oh, think the No, Oilers we don't would want him. Good.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, we do. Uh,
4: no, 90% of his salary. Yeah, Johnny disappeared in the playoffs. No, thank you.
0: But I could see him going somewhere like Philly or New Jersey, 100%, and the Flames get the cap space to sign Hall in the offseason. That could happen. He's he's from Jersey or something like that, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah. he's from that area. He went on a a radio show like a summer or two ago and talked about how he would love to go play somewhere like Philly or on the East Coast, which is a weird thing to say. I would love
3: nothing more than if Taylor Hall became a Flame, and then the Oilers played the Battle of Alberta, and then Connor danced around him and scored the winner in Game 7, and then they zoomed in on Taylor's face looking so sad. I'd be like, this is the worst day of your life, but by default, the best day of my life.
0: So would you be more <laughs> happy that the Oilers won or more happy that Taylor Hall is sad? Both. Okay.
3: If Calgary's ultimate demise comes at the hands of an Oiler and Taylor Hall loses too,
2: I can't think about things to be better. Who's your least favorite Oiler right now? I love uh, every Oiler. Sorry, not Oiler. Least favorite NHLer right now? Taylor Hall. Is it? Yeah.
5: For all uh, of that so, just following Tough. up, I do have a report here I was on CBC. Chalmers was right. Gaudreau's kind of working out on his own, not playing in the top six right now in Calgary.
4: Oh, so he's legitimately unfit to play.
5: Uh, again, I mean, yes, that's included in this story I found, but that could you know mean anything at this point. It's a determination,
4: allegedly. right? Like, look at
3: Connor McDavid. He blew his knee out, willed himself back in the league, has been working out like a demon this entire time, and he can't even be fit to play? Like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, but we don't know what fit to play means. We talked about this on Monday. It's such like a what like no one knows. Is he hurt? Is he sick? Like whatever.
4: You know who I'm excited for, and we kind of we talked about a little bit last podcast, but he did his little Zoom press conference yesterday. Is Ethan Bear? Yeah, he he kept skating the entire time. He had access to ice the entire time, and this kid is so focused on trying to be better. Like, fuck, I think he's going to be a weapon. I think
0: it was Dave Tippett that said it. He he was like, the biggest compliment for a guy like Ethan Bear is that McDavid and Dreisaitl are excited to have him on the ice.
4: Game-changing. Like, I'm fucking yeah. excited. I
0: mean, we talked about, we've given him a lot of praise on this podcast. You know, the Oilers spent pretty much every second since Chris Pronger left looking for a right-shot puck-moving defenseman, right? say not to say is uh, pronger, but.
5: I wonder if he studied frequencies at Nate. Maybe uh-huh. he did.
4: We can only hope.
5: I wonder if he I'm also Tony thinks that Fermi superstitions here, are
0: right? ridiculous. Did
3: they uh, teach him Morse code, your M-Truck, when you started out at Nate? Did they start with Morse code and how to do
0: wireless signal there was radio they didn't yeah they didn't like teach us about morse code but you like i honestly can tell you i blanked out for that i did not pay attention to the textbook side of that program i was not interested in it but there was stuff like that like learning about like different ways of communication and shit and none of them how to send a fax
3: 101 did they teach you that
0: no fax machines are oh well whatever um you mentioned Connor mcdavid willing himself back from his knee injury Uh, The Masterton nominees came down today Connor McDavid not nominated for The Masterton, the three were Oscar Lindblom out in Philly Bobby Ryan in Ottawa And uh, the third one was It's slipping my tongue right now because I don't have it In front of me, um, sorry, Stephen Johns From Dallas, were you guys surprised to not see McDavid
4: in there? Stephen Johns came back from what? Concussions? Like bad
0: concussions? He missed like I think it was 22 months with post Concussion syndrome and came back Ah
3: What do the other guys do? Pretend I don't know. Pretend though.
0: <laughs> uh, Oscar Lindblom diagnosed with cancer, overcame that. He's already skating with Philly again. And uh, Bobby Ryan went to rehab during the middle of the season. Alcoholism came back, had that one game where he scored a hat trick. Um, First game the, back, scored a hat trick, yeah, like, Probably played some Connor- of the best hockey he has in a long time after coming back there. So he overcame that, which was which was really great to see. It was a great story.
3: Connor's going to have so many trophies by the time it's all said and done. He'd rather spread it around.
0: I saw people oh, today, sure. though, being like, oh, the NHL's fucking jipping McDavid of this. This is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But, like, are, is the Masterton really the hill people want to die on?
4: Oh, Connor doesn't give oh. one shit. It's the last, I, the last award he wants to win.
5: Are we really going to argue against a guy that came back from cancer as well? Right. No, exactly. Yeah, man, I don't know. You know what
4: award I would want to
3: win less than that? least maintained cubic hair. That would be the award I'd want to win less I'm in the running. Got a boy. Thank right, like you. Pandemic life. What are you going to
5: do? Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts? Thoughts?
3: <laughs> thoughts
0: I'm like, uh, in that awkward pause. Well, no. I kind of yeah. gave my thoughts on it. Like, to me, like, <laughs> I just saw too many Oilers fans being like, oh, fucking McDavid, did you not watch the documentary? Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, one, what McDavid went through was insane. His work ethic, all that stuff. Like, no one is trying to take anything away from him, but... I just, to me, I don't like the Masterton from the perspective of why are we trying to pick a winner, right? For me, it should be, you know what? Every team nominates someone. Every team has a nominee, and that guy wins. Like, why are we trying to like rank the personal trauma that players go through? I just think it's a little bit like morbid. Like, it's weird to sit here and be like, well, what was worse, twenty-two months of post-concussion syndrome, cancer, alcoholism? Like, how? Like, what? Why are we even trying to do this, right? Yeah. And I, I, I mean, there's no way Connor gives a shit. No, I don't think Connor McDavid's sitting there being like, fuck, I and mean, he's not going to be you know, extra motivated now to get back on the ice.
4: You're not playing road hockey as a kid with ambitions of winning the Masterson Trophy. No.
0: Uh, The next thing I had up here, Begged Milk, you got people going with uh, your tweet about how much water people drink. That's a goal of yours now is to drink more water. We had a great conversation about this before we started recording. So I was kind of ticked off that uh, I didn't have it recording during that. But
5: Well, I'm trying to actively drink more water. I don't think I drink enough water. I think I drink too much coffee, not enough water. Um, So I was just curious. And I found that everybody's answers were kind of shocking. We, I have one guy here who doesn't drink any water at all—only Gatorade and Pepsi. I mean, he's a young man, so he's got that eighteen-year-old energy, which I respect. But then there's also people up here with six liters, which I almost feel is lying. Like, are you just pissing all day? I don't know. I find it interesting.
4: Yeah, there's people out there that are like I just don't like water. I can't drink it, so they have to. For them to get hydration, they have to drink like pop or like juice. Or I'm like, wow. But
5: like how can you, you not like water? friend of the yeah. nation greg is one of these people he says unless it is ice cold i will not drink water
4: like you just drink water out of necessity like that's i don't i don't like like unless i've like done like a workout or, mm. or something and i'm like super like dehydrated i'm never like oh yeah i just would love some water but like i drink water it's so, like shit like i've had four coffees already probably should mix it in the water well that, and that's, like- that's
5: my point like i drink too much coffee i got kidney stones when i was about 25 my doctor says you drank too much fucking coffee no water you idiot and i'm like no sir you're right so i'm trying to drink more water actively because you know i drink a lot of coffee and then i just thought it was interesting that it goes all over the place and people have um just weird not weird but like rituals about it where some folks that i'm reading here in my mentions they leave bottles of water around their house just kind of like reminders other people have multiple bottles on the go others have like those giant four liter jugs that they carry around all the time i just find it interesting i don't know everybody's got a different water ritual it seems and uh, and and then there was another guy that told me that i need to be careful about how much i drink because i can get water poisoning so you know it it was peak twitter but i just found it interesting
4: chalmers you're an anti-water guy aren't you
2: Yeah, I don't drink any one second. I like literally don't drink any water all day.
4: What do you drink then all day?
2: Well, I start my day off with a Slurpee and then... um... What time
3: (laughs) of day
0: do you drink that Slurpee at?
2: (laughs) Probably like nine. This is grade eight English,
4: right, Chalmers? We're in grade eight English (laughs) here.
2: Yeah, exactly. You have a 9 a.m. Slurpee every day?
4: Not every day. I'm a 12-year-old child because I won't yell
2: shootout with eight minutes to go. Yeah, well, I do what I gotta do. And then I usually have about three cans of Coke Zero or an iced tea. I don't know. Talk about your water. I gotta do
0: something. Yeah, I'm, I, Chalmers wow, is walking is around real. a warehouse right now. No, yeah, um,
3: Chalmers looks down his nose. Chalmers talks about it. he doesn't. Like, oh, really? Coffee? Yeah, I don't drink that. Starts his day with a one liter slurpee. Like, how yeah. are you looking down your nose, to anybody?
4: Chalmers is keeping big gulps in business.
3: Christopher I'm, Keith, he's that guy starting his day with like a thick keto.
4: I think Chalmers just
0: put us in his pocket. Cause I don't think he locked his screen. It's just black. It's not like the little exclamation point that tells you he like disconnected. So I think Chalmers uh, just put us in his pocket while he's walking around a warehouse, which is tremendous. All that man does is create great content for us.
5: I'm, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my head around how he yeah. starts his day with the Slurpee and Coke Zero.
4: I, oh, he crushes Coke Zeroes. I know that for a fact. Man,
0: like for me, I need like I need to have a big ass bottle of water next to my bed while I'm sleeping because I'll drink probably like 24 ounces of water just during the night. Like I'll wake up and down like a really? third bit and I'll wake up like throughout the night. I have a. I have a oh, sorry,
3: go. Oh uh, no. No. Nope. Right. What? How many times a week do you go to the store or to pick up something to eat?
2: Oh, my God. Uh, Average in an average week. In an average week. Going to the store, getting a Slurpee, eating a taquito, going to whatever. I'm going to say I average two and a half times per day. Like, Have you been to a store
5: today to pick up something you drink or eat?
2: Twice. I got a Slurpee right here, which I'm drinking. It's a little late in the day for that.
5: So
3: you're Uh, averaging 10 trips to the store a week. Is that correct?
2: Yes. Thank God they're convenience stores, so they're conveniently placed around the city, and I get—I don't have to waste so much time. But I needed a bag of spits this morning for my truck, and uh, the place that I, I got the spits um, didn't have the best qu- consistency of Slurpee. Um, not my favorite one, so I opted <laughs> out of the Slurpee at that place, and I got myself instead a bottle of Nesky iced tea. Um, and then I went to Seven Eleven and got my- Are you, are you in the top 1% of people who frequent convenience stores? I can answer
0: that. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, five, probably.
3: So you're going 10 times a week. That's 520 times a year. You've been doing yeah. that for how long now? 22 years?
2: A, a long time. <laughs> Every, yeah. My By concern.
4: My rep has been to Seven Eleven ten thousand 10,000 times in your life. My concern- is that everything that you've listed that you consume as a liquid? None of it is hydrating.
2: No, yeah, there's a lot of it. sugar here too, like a ton of sugar, a, a ton of sugar, and most of it dehydrating. Actually. Yeah, all of it has um, caffeine. I'd say none of it's hydrating. So when I drink water is right before bed and then throughout the night. I wake up and I, I can I can Guzzle probably uh, what is the size of this thing? Seven hundred and ten milliliters, and it's not great for the pissing at, in the night time, but. Um, but yeah, the dehydration usually catches up with me around ten o'clock at night. So yeah, that's yeah. what I do. But yes, I do go to a lot of stores. And you know, if I went, if I if I went onto my bank account and counted the number of cat transactions, I have, I would get a, I would get a very accurate accurate assessment of how many times I go to a convenience store.
0: And you drink water <laughs> while you play like beer league
4: too, right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I drink water when I'm drink when I'm playing beer yeah. league. Um, Is you it Seven Eleven brand water flavored that's actually blue? Oh yeah. no, I won't buy that. I, I don't go I don't when I do drink water I don't buy the cheap stuff. I buy I buy the good stuff.
0: Oh yeah, you gotta get the <laughs> You know
2: it's water, right? Yeah, but it tastes different, man. If you can't taste the difference between water then and, and like high quality water and low quality water, then I
3: wouldn't look to a man no who starts food. his day off with a slurpee for taste <laughs> advice. See for me like <laughs> generally speaking.
0: I love tap water. I love a good lukewarm glass of tap water.
3: Oh my god. No nope. lukewarm glass of tap
0: water. I'm drinking lukewarm tap water right now. At a, oh, Lord. This is going to be.
3: Your rem check. If you go to a bar, you order your REM check. It's a lukewarm glass of tap water.
4: Yeah. That describes it Also, you. Danger oh, so, hey. got your drink wrong. You should have got you a warm bottle of still water.
0: Hey, I'm going to mute all of you guys talking on the FaceTime right now because one of you just has a horrendous, and I mean horrendous, amount of background noise going on there. And I'm looking at one of the two guys in a car. Um, it's either Chalmers or Wanya. Someone had way too much noise going on, but I unmuted you, and it sounds okay now. I'm. New. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna assume it's Wanya because he couldn't even get a sentence out there before his <laughs> mic cut out.
5: No, I, I'm guessing. I'm my bet, Chalmers. It's I'm, Chalmers. not me, I'm.
2: I'm not mute right now. And now, better now, <laughs> or was it not? <laughs> now, can you guys hear? Just saying, I can't tell if you can hear it. So it was just, it me? It just keeps cutting out. We That's don't... me. I'm muting it and I'm unmuting oh. it every time to see if there's a difference. Not. I... I thought you. I thought you studied frequencies. What? <laughs> you uh, got called out, sir. No, nah, I think
0: it's Wanya. Actually,
3: I've been muted the entire time this <laughs> is going on.
0: That's why it sounded so good. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Man, this podcast. Chalmers, just on a given week, how many Slurpees do you think you have? Just average. But, I had my first Slurpee of 2020 last weekend. I haven't had one yet.
2: I haven't had one yet either. I went, I'm not going to lie, I went probably six years without getting one. And then I had kids. And it became like the treat after hockey or baseball. And now it's just like, water
5: basically yeah, that's I'm just concerned about how much sugar you're taking yeah now. man well
2: that's why I don't have a six-pack why I don't look like oh, this is very boring <laughs> we are talking about water fair enough that's delicious all right two liters
5: today already thank you
0: I have had two or three almost of uh, my 24 ounces how many how much of this until a liter how much of this is a liter Probably, that's probably pretty close to a leader, hey? I don't know.
5: Have you guys noticed how, how many Oilers are rocking extreme playoff hair, beards, mustaches, all of it? Yamamoto's yeah, like, got the flow going. Yamamoto's flow is great. Riley Sheehan's beard is unbelievable. Jujar Kara looks like he is ready for battle. I am loving I mean- all of the Oilers rocking a pre-made playoff. Quaff right now. I
2: want to. I want to get back to that, but I just I needed a second to process a little thing in my mind, and I'm going to take it back to water. I will go a week from today uh, with no slurpees, and other than drinking on Saturday, I will not drink Coke Zero. Other than my Ryan Cokes on Saturday, I won't drink Coke Zero or ice or um, slurpees during the day. I will only drink water, other than Saturday. And I'll do it for a week. Like, i bet I you lose i, I bet do you it.
5: i bet you lose five pounds
2: let's give it a go i'll weigh myself tonight here we go but this, but this saturday we have a 40th birthday on saturday and that's going to take a toll on the body so, so
4: you start on sunday go sunday to friday or something
2: sunday no i'll go i'll go sunday to yeah i'll go sunday to sunday next week and i'll only drink water um okay. What what else can I have? Like, can I have, like, green tea? How about we do green tea?
5: Yeah. You, so I'm looking right now, like, this is... No. Yeah, I'm looking at, like, a fasting-type thing. So you can have water, black coffee, or clear tea. So a green tea would count.
2: Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Let's go back to Jujar's uh, hammer. I mean, beard.
5: Jesus. Well, the hammer's, the hammer's always there. But the beard is coming in real nice for the playoffs. And I respect it. I respect it.
4: Yeah, and he's I, nice. I love it. It's great flow too. Like the beard is lush, but his flow's looking great.
5: It also makes me happy. Like on Monday we spoke about Ryan Nugent Hopkins mustache. I got super pumped about it. But I love how many people are excited about that mustache. That's my favorite
0: yeah, thing. It, it definitely got it got Oilers fans buzzing. He looks oh, great. Yeah. Oh, he looks hey, phenomenal. So
2: what do we think what do we think that your average Oilers fan likes about it? The fact that it's really not good? That it's with me? No, it's
4: just
0: because it's Nuge.
4: I think they're proud that he can actually finally grow facial hair. It's more of like our boy is growing up. Yeah,
5: Chalmers, Chalmers, have you ever considered clearing a pass in the middle like Nuge did? <laughs> that,
4: that is did a thick it? part. I don't, yeah, know, I don't like, think. You... I think it's natural. It has oh, to yeah. be.
5: You don't do that on purpose.
4: No, it's not know. thick. That is a big gap.
5: It looks great either way, but I'm asking like. Jay, you've also got, well, I mean, you got, you're you both beard guys. Would you ever clear a runway down the center?
4: Never. Never. Well, if also gave me some kind of competitive advantage, maybe. Might be
5: more aerodynamic. Yeah.
2: The only, speaking of bad facial hair, though, the, the one thing in the world that I would never rock would be that little soul patch right underneath your lip. That just is just like a little mustache for your bottom lip. God, it's awful. I don't know anybody that can pull that off. Anybody that's been have rocking the patch, one of those. I'm sorry.
5: I hope my buddy listens to this podcast still. I know he used to because he's been rocking one since we were in grade eleven. He
4: needs
5: to really? stop. He needs yeah, to he's stop. uh it it's it's uh it's thick and lush as well. Some people can pull it off. What I haven't camera?
2: seen I haven't seen a facial structure that pulls one of those off in years.
0: Peter Sharet.
5: Maybe
2: ever.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh before we get to our sponsor check-in with oodle noodle we'll talk about nation beer a little bit have you guys heard and i know two of you are big football fans oh wani is actually gone from the podcast now um he, he did say it was boring so he bowed out i love
2: that but he got i think he got sensitive about his sound
0: <laughs> okay uh, did you guys hear about uh redskins owner dan Snyder? actually not redskins washington football team owner dan schneider
2: so no. what I heard, what I heard, I know that they're, they're, um, man, this is a long story. He's been getting a lot of pressure lately to change his name. Yeah. Not lightly, actually for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And some, some writer somewhere in the state went and trademarked like 45 yeah. different names. One of them being the Radskins <laughs> and all these different things, the Red Dragons, the Red Wolves, all Red these tails. different things that yeah. were Red Tails. And so... They're, they they he, he commissioned like some lawyers to go through different trademarks that were offensive in order to show that the Redskins were actually not offensive compared to these other ones. Anyways, I think that that was stupid. But so you, now he's he's go ahead.
0: You clear you haven't heard about the stuff today, though, hey?
2: No. So I heard something on Twitter this morning yeah. that there was some news coming out. Why don't you break it to me? What
0: happened? So no, okay. I'll share. There hasn't been news yet, but apparently the Washington Post. <laughs> Is preparing, like, a really big sort of exposure, if you want to call it like. Like, they're going to expose Dan Schneider. They claim that they have the sources to do this. So I'm going to read through, and these are just the rumors that apparently could be made public by the Washington Post and some other publications over the next few weeks. And let me tell you, this is, like, Tiger King-level stuff. So, Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So I'll start here. It starts off, like, okay, and then it gets heavy. Now, point one. Washington owner Dan Schneider abuses both alcohol and drugs. Okay, a lot of millionaires do. That's fine. Point number two, he was paying off officials, with some refs allegedly having made $2 million off Schneider, also alluding to other owners around the NFL doing the same thing. Point number three, allegedly Schneider and former coach Jay Gruden, brother of John Gruden, held their cheerleaders' passports from them in a foreign country in order to force them to solicit themselves to season ticket holders. Like, that's like human trafficking level shit is what some of these writers are alleging. Uh, The next point, like, Schneider and Gruden would have sex parties with drug usage. Uh, There's a report that Gruden and former running back Capri Bibbs were allegedly at one time sleeping with the same woman. Gruden found out, got angry, benched Bibbs, the next game, Bibb's replacement missed a block, and on that play, Alex Smith suffered a near career-ending broken leg. Like
2: That broken leg injury? Yeah. Because of that? That's what that the, was one of the most horrific injuries. If you've ever seen the clip, don't watch it, because you will throw it's up. gross. Awful.
0: It's uh, gross. But uh, yeah, man, some of the stuff that's coming out about Dan Schneider, it's going to be like a sport, like if this gets out and comes to light, man, this dude's
2: so the Washington racial racial slurs will be for sale, I guess
0: eh uh it sounds like yeah, they might need a new owner after all, which is a hell of a play by Dan Schneider to go this long refusing to change the team's name, and finally like the media pressure is what's going to get him here like someone's gonna expose all the shitty stuff he's been doing it is it's it's fantastic karma if you believe in karma
2: unreal, I cannot wait to see what comes out That's a lot of like, alleged stuff though like yeah. Even if, even if even if, innocent of most of them, like, to have that out, I don't think you come back from so
0: that stuff. So, like, a bunch of writers from, like, Washington Post and stuff like that have been tweeting out, like, basically teasers to this, being like, everyone just wait until this news becomes public. Um,
2: Has Mike Wilbon said anything about it? He's a prominent Washington Post. Or is that Wilbon's Peter Tony not- Will or bon. Will
0: Bond. You're thinking of Wilbon. Uh, he's not Washington Post. He's an ESPN columnist, and he's on PTI, obviously. Um, but no, he hasn't. But he, used to, he,
2: he used to write for the Washington Post. Yeah,
0: he has. He hasn't said anything yet. I just checked his Twitter, but uh, a bunch of writers have been like teasing it, being like, "You just wait till this comes out." And apparently, the reason it hasn't is because like the FBI might be getting involved, and also the Washington Post needs to like secure the legal counsel necessary. To like be ready to fight back if Schneider comes at them legally, it's wild. Wow,
2: wow! This is like
0: the part about him a, paying off refs too. Like that could be league wide. Yeah,
2: that could open up a
4: can of worms.
2: Yeah, I, I just don't get it. They've been like, they've never won anything. No. So if, what? What would be the purpose of paying off refs when your team is never? <laughs> even been in a position to win like win a, win a super bowl even make
0: a playoff like can you imagine being one of those refs that's made like two million dollars off this sucker dan schneider though
2: uh, yeah you're gonna go to jail yeah. <laughs> it, would suck. it would suck today
0: yeah no kidding uh kate before we wrap this up jay oodle noodle what's the latest going on there
4: this week we are partnered up with. I'm going to butcher it because it's so long. Edmonton Multicultural Health Brokers Cooperative. Uh, they get food into people's and families' hands. That
0: Chalmers, are in need of oh, it. hold up, hold up, Chalmers, buddy, your mic is all sorts of crazy right now. Are you driving with the window down? Okay, there we go. No, much I'm, no, better. No, oh. I'm
2: not. It's just I'm just driving. I'm, okay. I'm not doing it.
4: Weird. All right. Jay, who are you
0: partnering up with this
4: week? Uh, the Multicultural Health Brokers Cooperative. So they uh feed families of all different cultures uh that are in need right now and especially during COVID. They are uh super in need of donations and food supplies. So we're actually gonna be doubling down with them this week and getting them a ton of noodles uh that we'll be delivering to them on Friday. So ten percent of all of our in store sales are going to support uh those fine people, they're doing great things. Uh, check out the video, uh, Bag Milk, I believe, shared it on the Nation channel to find out more about them. But uh, another great local charity that we're pumped to be partnered with.
0: Love it. Love it. And uh, on the Nation Beer front, did I see on Twitter that Nation Beer may be available in kegs?
4: Yeah, we've uh, we've kegged some because uh, the bars have been uh, have been asking for it and we want to make sure that they can get it. So... I know first round has it on tap already. There's been a bunch of other uh, establishments that have picked up uh, or put in orders for kegs. We've got some beer uh, being canned as mm. we speak and kegged as we speak, uh, and it's going to have the playoff can design, which is exciting. I what's been really it. interesting? Oh well, well, yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it has the effect that we uh, are trying to uh, chase here with it. Um, but the cool thing is, is, is all these. Cool bars and restaurants are gearing up for uh, hockey. We're getting like all of a sudden tons of orders and requests for Nation Beer. So that is so cool to see. Um, and uh, we're super uh, grateful for, for all that. So thank you everyone for you know allowing Nation Beer to become a thing.
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. Of course, need to let everyone know that they should go check out JAPA Machinery as well. All your big equipment needs, JAPA has you covered. You can check them out online, Japan Machinery. Give them a follow on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, Guys, we're going to have another podcast on Monday, as we do. We might have a guest. I'm not going to officially tease it, though, until they send me back the uh, actual confirmation on it, but I've been talking with someone. Should be a nice conversation, and it's uh, relevant to a few topics we've touched on on the podcast over the last three, four weeks here. So uh, potentially looking forward to that next week as well. Guys, have yourselves a great weekend. Thanks for giving me an hour of your time. Bye, buddy. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it. Episode 197 of The Real Life Podcast is over.
1: Great job on making it through the entire hour of The Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.